I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane Brennan, joined as always by my colleague, Aaron Chalk. And today we have a mighty guest. We have the amazing Killian Motherway, Digital and Marketing Officer at UCD. How are you, Killian? Shane, Aaron, I am well. Thank you for having me on. Thought you were going to come in bigger, hotter after that tee up. <laughs> well, it was, it was actually overwhelming the tee up. Uh, I thought there'd be some sort of sarcasm laced intro, but actually, yeah, that's going to come later. Okay, <laughs> well, you're very kind. I'm delighted to be on. I'm really excited for the next whatever 45 minutes that we're going to do together. So let's get going. Okay, amazing, amazing. So, uh, how are you keeping? How are you finding uh, your professional world in the COVID world as a digital marketing officer for UCD, particularly for universities that have been kind of working remotely and trying to connect, mm. I assume, with students and stuff. How's that been? It's been really interesting. Uh, I'm sure everyone's had a, a, a similar experience of kind of a learning curve in terms of trying to do their job, obviously, remotely, um, trying to connect to the audiences that they're trying to reach remotely as well. And it's been it's been both challenging but very rewarding so i think one of the things that's gone really well for us has been the ability to kind of to get when you move away from the in-person meetings and you move to the zoom meetings you can jump on to calls much quicker uh, especially let's say with our agencies um with our production companies etc so um we were able to actually move things that were quite complex much quicker um, on the other hand, though, you do miss, uh, and I'm sure this is across the board as well, you do miss that conversation that you'd have in the office that that suddenly uh, helps you to connect dots a lot faster than when you're on more of a formalized Zoom within the team as well. Um, and then the last thing is, of course, our students, I think our, our staff have been, the academic staff have been brilliant, you know, um, trying to adapt to a completely new way, I guess, of, of delivering their um their, their expertise but for the students as well some of them have gone through quite a difficult period or a lot of them have gone through quite a difficult period of not being actually um in the uh, on the university campus something that's really precious to us obviously in ucd so it's great that they're back this year and that there's a buzz around the campus again yeah amazing i was just i was in town on um when was it tuesday what day is today yeah and yeah. uh i was in i'm first time trinity was open mm. and it was amazing the amount of buzz around that part of the city that students bring yeah and it was just it was crazy because i've been in town in that part of town like all through the pandemic oh yeah, yeah a couple of weeks and um just been some days been absolutely eerily dead like um the gates closed in trinity and you're like this is just so strange it's weird to and see was, the gates closed isn't it it is yeah and uh, it was simple. just great on tuesday just to see there was just students everywhere and they just bring so much life with them do you know what i mean they're just i think they're just delighted to get out yeah and to be out and about you know what i mean yeah it's it's actually one of the real uh not to get too corny but it is one of the real joys of working in a university or at a university is that uh if you do step outside you know you've just got a lot of vibrancy around the place mm. um a lot of cool uh clothing styles as well um i certainly <laughs> would not have been the most fashionable person in the in in university when i was there and just uh the younger the, the younger students are 
you know, are just so much cooler than I could ever have been. Look, and still you, you, there's nothing wrong with baggy cantos. All right. I was, nothing wrong. <laughs> I was if, I, if anyone Adidas wants a fans. mental picture of Shane during college, it is it is the, the beige chinos. It is the tubes and the jumper in, in first year of college. Then he stopped that. But the first year they were, if you didn't see Shane without his dubs, there was something wrong. And he usually had, he usually had where he was wearing them like slippers as well, where he didn't bother putting the back around the back of his ankle. He just slipped on. So uh, yeah, that's that was that brings a fun. If anyone, if anyone wants to know what Aaron is wearing, I didn't take any notice. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right to the core, right to the Mayo jersey, I'm sure. Yeah, prob- exactly. that was probably in there. Killian, are you wearing like leather jackets and fedoras into? into campus now just to try and fit in with cool kids yeah i well look i i recently i've been watching a, a lot of um nordic uh, kind of dark noir uh programs on on um uh netflix and mm. they all have such a cool style so i did recently invest in my first pair of kind of timberland boots style no. things yeah yeah not oh. the not the bright yellow ones but just okay boots kind of or something like that now I'm looking forward to seeing where this phase of killian this yeah. season of killian's fashion yeah. goes yeah this is so, gonna be interesting everyone's so might so am i but it's already <laughs> given me a great boost quite literally because they give me an extra inch so i think i'm almost <laughs> so that's, Love it. that's so interesting i'm just imagining you in like a rap video in 2002 with j-lo <laughs> that would be a bad place to be as a 12 year old <laughs> that's exactly where you'd want to be as yeah, a 12 year old exactly. but uh no really investing in boots jesus yeah i didn't mm. know are boots in are boots i doubt it i'm probably around six years too late to this but they've also got those lovely you know wool long coats as well and got one of those um so yeah and then maybe a turtleneck i haven't gone that far yet but yeah Maybe grow the hair long and try and have a, a side parting as side well. Over. Yeah. I, one day I do plan to sport a turtleneck, like a proper, I'm just going to go Steve, black. Steve Jobs are like, and that, no, but like, just in a kind of way, not Steve Jobs wore it in a very obnoxious way. I'd like to be <laughs> arrogant when I wear it. <laughs> a blazer um, over it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I feel like maybe when you hit like 38, I think turtlenecks are okay because I think everyone else is at the age where no one calls you out on anything you do when you hit that age. You're looking at <laughs> you, you like, dressed yeah. up for the occasion at that age. Fair play to you. They're kind of like, it, I'm just happy to see them. I'm just happy to see them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, they can wear what they want. Yeah, he looks weird, but good to see him all the same. Yeah, yeah. Great. He's a great lad, though. Yeah. Great Makes lad. me feel better about myself. We're not in an art museum, but whatever. You know, yeah. where, where everybody wants. So prejudiced, Aaron. So prejudiced. Yeah, I um, always judging what people wear, aren't you? Always judging. I'm working on it. I'm working on it um okay so uh i guess killian do you want to bring us through what your thoughts were for the type of ads you wanted to show today and mm. kind of what brought you to those that decision yeah well first of all i think i'm number around 52 i'd say in terms of guests 52. so yeah. on average you're doing around three to four ads per episode so you know you really narrowed down the choices of ads that i i was going to pick <laughs> so i had like quite a good list and then i started to go back over some of your episodes just to prepare for it notice just ticking off them one by one especially the super bowl stuff um but there are a few that managed to escape your grasp i think so far and um what 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 makes me like to be honest and i remember mark delaney speaking about this on his 
episode of the, the podcast when he was talking about simple ads and uh, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite similar in the sense of just a simple concept with a bit of humor involved maybe a little twist creative twist at the end is, is oh I'm a sucker for those um, and ones that just aren't too obvious aren't are not necessarily subtle but you, you might not necessarily know what's going on until kind of the, the end of it, the end almost brings the whole thing together so with those with, with those two things in mind, a bit of humor and a bit of a twist, uh, these are the, the ads that I chose. Um, and then there's what, so that so there maybe that comes two of the three ads. And then one is a more recent one, which is just brilliant from start to finish throughout, like from the music side of it. I know you guys have a couple of music and ads as well, even the colors in it uh, and the in, in, imagination of it. Again, it does have a, not necessarily a twist, but it all comes together at the end from the branding point of view as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's a particular theme that runs across them, but they're just three ads that I really, really enjoyed and that you haven't covered. That's <laughs> so they that's, fall uh, in the, that diagram. That's that sounds good. Yeah, you can tell after once we hit, I think, episode like forty, we kind of started to drop themes because mm -hmm. we started repeating them because there's not there's not only three ads and with ads with great music. You know what I mean? There's probably a hundred over the last 80 years. Absolutely. So um, I think it's easier to just, yeah, what do you want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think we're finding that easier with people because it's an awful hard task, as you would have seen or we found from guests, is for them to be like, shit, have they done this one? Have yeah. they not done this? How did, I, did I listen to that episode? I think I've heard them talk about this. And sometimes we do talk about ads that we don't even look at. Yeah. So yeah. fair point. Like, I look so, forward to the day that we 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 re-include re an ad that's already been included. Going, yeah, it's that good. We're sticking that in again. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was I was about to try and push for the tide one, but um, I really thought that was excellent. But then when I went, you you did do a great deep dive on it. Um, but as well as that, like speaking of the tide ad, like we're we're almost at the Super Bowl again, and mm. you guys did the Super Bowl, so it must be like it's a it's it's a great achievement to be hanging around, still knocking them out here. But um, yeah. Uh, this You'd this have to year, end up re repeating the themes because they're a lot of them were quite um, timing related. We're yeah. on the nose, like so. We were the me and Aaron were talking about this year because we recorded. I my son was only whatever six weeks old, and I we recorded it at three a.m. I was up anyway. <laughs> no. But um, Aaron, Aaron turned to me and was like, uh, "We're not, we're not doing that." This that year. was we'll, that we'll was just, one of the worst experiences out. of my life. I was in. The back hours of nowhere we recorded it. That was all grand. Stayed up so for the Super Bowl. Going to watch it anyways. But then, yeah, it was an extra long, so I had to edit it that night to get it out as quick as we could. The upload speeds made me want to cry. <laughs> I was still staring at the screen at 10 a.m. on Monday morning, and it was an experience and a place I will never, ever yeah. go back to mentally or physically again. And, and this year, Aaron was like, you know, like they release all the ads before the Super Bowl. We need to just <laughs> yeah, do it. We need to just watch them on YouTube <laughs> true, and yeah. record it beforehand. There is no was, major difference to the ones that were broadcast. No. Actually, the ones that you, that are online are the longer format of the cut, yeah. the thirty second cut down yeah. that you see through the broadcast. So yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yes, yeah, so well, at least you'll be able to just get to bed at around three a.m. Then this maybe, time after maybe. Um, who's in? When, when is the final? Actually, it's on the thirteenth of February. Who's yeah. in it? Well, it's uh, the semi it's, it's the conference, conference, conference finals now so it could the either chiefs be and chiefs and Bengals and rams and 49ers okay 
So we'll neither the Steelers the or the Ravens, as we we both just knocked each other out essentially. So it's um, it's definitely a Chiefs year, is it? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand because. Do you understand? Uh, the thing about Wenger is he tries to walk it in. The yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering where this great, is going. I they have a like... great receiving game. Great receiving game this year. Go on, show some fucking ads, would you? Those those uh, those cornerbacks. Those cornerbacks. Just nothing's getting in the Get the iron grid. <laughs> right. Go on, Kelly. What's what's your, what's your first one? What's your first one? First one is Calix uh, Crunchy Nut uh, Dinosaur. Um, it's by Leo Bernat. It's from tw- uh, London. It's from 2012 and it draws his inspiration from a movie called Jurassic Park. Okay, let's have a look. Whatever you do, don't make a sound. Sorry, you got crab breathing. New Kellogg's Crunchy Nut, bursting with cranberries, sliced almonds, and yogurty flakes. The trouble is, they taste too good. That's uh, that's a well, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies, so I, I I love that ad. That's a that's a good ad. That's a good ad. Um, yeah, yeah, I I I remember seeing it the first time and just laughing very loudly at it. I thought it was really good it's part of a series i don't know if you've seen the other series like it has one with a snake the guy is trying to catch a snake another one they take it from aliens the movie aliens and there and then one more is uh, a king with surrounded by all of his uh, subjects i guess training a crossbow and a stag and each one is like whatever you do don't make a sound and then and even that sound of... effect is just magnificent are they all because they kind of sound like other premises from other movies so obviously alien potentially could be just so they're just kind of like medieval movie adventurer movie yeah the snake alien one is, movie uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it actually they, the the snake one does have like a camera crew a guy following maybe like a steve Irwin oh so like Attenborough or, or, or a little bit yes yeah. so they all have that sort of element to them but i have to say it's just it's it's really good like it goes back to the the tagline of like trouble is they taste too good and you know you're already set up with a lovely premise of like mm. what kind of kind of trouble kind of serial get get you into and then it's just even the first time i watched it like watching it again you actually start to see the product plate like the the crunch unit i actually didn't i remember i didn't see that at the start so i didn't know what the hell this was about i thought it was maybe at the very start, you know, a movie, and then the second part, it was like, okay, this isn't a movie because it looks a bit too farcical. And then, you know, when they actually hit the crunching, it was like, ah, oh, that's that's funny. That's so funny. you thought it was like a Simon Pegg esque comedy, maybe start of a trailer or something like Potentially. that. Potentially, I was just a bit yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. but when, like, because if you don't know what's going to happen, there is a little, there is that tiny bit of tension being like, is this, is this from Jurassic Park or maybe in the next Jurassic Park? And then. <laughs> so the, uh, the CGI is not bad. Yeah, so, they did. They they did some very clever things, as in which if you watch the movies that made us and they talk about Jurassic Park and just all the design this behind the scenes stuff about what they did to make poor CGI look good, like do it in nighttime, do it in the rain, and it just means you do less detail so you can mm. sell it to the human eye. And they mm. they did really well because you don't actually really see the dinosaur. I think for more than like a second frame. 
and it's a very specifically lit frame every time but it sells it sells yeah. really well yeah like um like you you perceive them to be in danger and you perceive that to be a, a real entity in that space and yeah. like for a 30 second like serial ad in 2012 as well like i think that's is really high quality like i'm very impressed with it. i recognize the actor eating the eating the cereal like he does have a touch of the simon like the the guy who eats it a touch of the simon pegg's yeah. isn't he? he um he's he's he, he's consistently in the other ones as well if that's maybe anything. that's but, maybe yeah. this is where i know him from yeah but um yeah i i just it 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 works really well and um yeah i just found like even the idea of using it around i, I don't know there, there wasn't actually jurassic park wasn't out at that time like it wasn't the chris pratt jurassic park and clearly wasn't the ones before it so it's nice to kind of see the, the inspiration being drawn and Aliens is way, way older than when, mm. when they did it. So they went back to older movies and tried yeah. to find maybe a touch of the kind of scenes that they're... And this is a scene from the first one. Yeah. Mm. This is the kids in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Um, Shin, Shin, is it, is it, is it Jurassic Park that you watched so much that you wore out the tape? Is that the film? Yeah, I used to pause and draw the dinosaurs when we were kids. It was the first movie I mm -hmm. ever saw in the cinema when I was... What a three my dad brought me to it in Dublin and I got so afraid when the TX roared I forgot I could close my eyes so I blocked my ears and told him to clo close my eyes but uh so it's, I think it's actually my relationship to Jurassic Park is you know when you're so afraid of something you can't look away so I think that has actually scarred me I need and to understand all just, I can about this I villain. need to understand all I, <laughs> yes. all I can about this threat well, because like like even it kills it, it it really annoys Neve if it's just on if it's on TV on, on any random channel I'll just put it on in the background and I'll talk along to all the words. <laughs> no, it's a really cool like it's a really cool ad. I'd say what they were trying to do around then was like yeah let's just let's capitalize on situations that are kind of cinematic where where tension is key. Let's. Let's have the crunch cut tension and let's make uh, through the showcase loads of scenarios that are exaggerated in movies that people would never probably really be in, but they can relate to because they've seen them. Yeah. And then have the least suspecting thing cut through that tension. Yeah. And yeah. make it about that crunch because crunch, I suppose, is in the name. And yeah. it is what you associate with that crunchy note. It's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get a, a big, like, it's like snap, crackle, and pop. You're going to get from Rice Krispies, you're going to get feedback. Yeah. every time you bite into it you know? yeah exactly and now it's, it's really good and just even the having the bowl and, and like he's managed to pour himself the milk and having the bowl and everything like that just yeah, yeah, accentuates yeah, yeah. the whole thing of like this is ridiculous and do you know what i think i think it might be one of the narrative logics is the dinosaur knocks it onto the floor he does yeah so I no, think it's yeah, because so it falls beside him can't help so, it and it's like i'm like oh that's that's kind of, they even they had it be knocked down to him you yeah. know what i mean yeah but they didn't they didn't show him like i yeah. love the fact that they don't show him go exactly yeah you don't need yeah. to it's 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 but, uh, but, it's the, but they, they they fill that logic gap by the box falling on the floor but he's a full uh, ceramic bowl and a spoon you can't eat it without the spoon i know the but i just think milk, it's so. hilarious You're like okay it's very important that we get the crunch nut to him okay yeah. it falls off the table that's that's that solved and then yeah he just has a, there's a bowl under the table and it's it fine. is the cranberry <laughs> box that falls on the floor yeah. as well yeah yeah, yeah it's so a, it's yeah it's so they actually when i was looking 
trying to find this again. Like they do have, they, they did different. So he's talking about, they've got cranberries. But in, in other ones, like uh, the Henry, the, the, the Henry one, uh, the King one, basically when he's shooting the thing, he's like, it's too naughty. And then the, the King's like, naughty? And uh, he's like, naughty. <laughs> it's just brilliant. And then the aliens when the aliens when you're like these beautiful little aliens are about to come out and then it's like crunch and they all run away. They all look back and he's like, It's granola. <laughs> it's so they've brilliant. won for every iteration of yeah, the product. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. Which is class. So if, I just the, yeah. And his mouth is full when he's saying it. Sorry. That's one last thing. His mouth's actually full in all of them when he's saying it. Which is kind of a you like you know you you want it to be as clear as possible, but they they kind of they they have that you know that if you get caught with something and yeah like, mm. yeah yeah, yeah. cereal is always that thing, especially if you're eating it on, you're just trying to eat it real quick, and someone goes, "What are you doing today?" You're like, "What I'm doing?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And um, for the next few ads, Kidding, can you? Can we, we're actually not going to put them up. Can you just describe? <laughs> Uh, each ad with the accent that's, that's way more entertaining than actually watching the ads <laughs> the next one I, it's going to be tough as there's literally no dialogue in it um, that's, that's okay. it it's going well, to be great we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out right go on that's a good segue see you up this yeah, one yeah it is uh, so the next one is from BAA and it's called I think the title I think is Love That Feeling uh, it features mm -hmm. a puppet uh, dog which is called Tucker and he's mm -hmm. looking forward to getting back on the road <laughs> I have, um, I have a bone to pick with this ad. Oh, go here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. I think, it's a, I think it's, a, it's a really good ad. No, no, no. I do enjoy And I enjoyed it when I watched it. But I remember the first time seeing this. And I remember sitting in the living room and watching it with Neve and it coming on. And me just being like in my head playing. You know that game in the cinema? We used to shout out whatever ad. You, whoever guessed mm. it first. Right? And I'd be like. I think we might be the only ones who play that <laughs> Judge Michaelian's reaction there. No, oh, sorry, I... I just found out it's Adam and Eve, by the way. My apologies to them. A fabulous ad before Shane's phone comes to play. No, 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 no. The, the, like it's a, it's a it's a class ad, but I was just so confused. I was trying to figure for some reason I was playing this game in my head on that day and I was like, What the fuck is this? What is this puppet dog yeah. in this yellow space? And I was like, mm. that yellow is very distinctive. And I couldn't come to the AA in my head. I was like, I was like, is it Karen Shore? I was like, how is this Karen Shore? I thought Ikea. I was like, this is going to be Ikea. And um, I, uh, I lost when Neve said car insurance. So that's the bone I have with this ad is that I couldn't guess it. But it's a really cool ad. It's a real fun ad. It's real whimsical. From a production point of view, I'd be really curious to know if that's a miniature set. I, that's the exact question okay. I was thinking. I'd love to see. I a feel like it's miniature. Okay. Well, let me, let me make your oh, day go. they've got they've actually got a behind the scenes yes. um video done on it okay. so i can tell you in advance of what, yeah. what, what what so they um did 3d printing to to get the dimensions of the fan and the dog and they created a puppet um over in latvia and believe it or not this like this so there's so many reasons why i love this app but first and foremost is this was shot 
during the pandemic for a pandemic audience. So it came out in July 2020. So um, they shot it in true pandemic style with production being, just to make sure my notes, production was in London, direction was in Canada, and it was shot remotely in Latvia. So coming back to what we were talking about, like it just shows mm. the, the, the the ability of, you know, to make something really beautiful and creative from almost anywhere in the world and um, using a multitude of different skills. So it was shot in Latvia, like they created the puppet in Latvia. They had different fur testing and everything like that. Mm -hmm. They specifically tried to make a dog that isn't like one dog, but everyone can see as two people who have have dogs. Yeah, Mm, you know, you can see a little bit of your own maybe dog or your dog lover, and you can see a dog that you love within. Tucker is his name. Um, and yeah, I, I like the, the puppet itself is, is is fantastic, and even its little movements as well. They wanted mm. to make the movements slightly yeah, the humanistic as well. On yeah, the, on the armchair is really cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I actually I have to say, Shane, like I love the fact that I was I, I was kind of I did something even more annoying. I was sitting with my housemate, I think, and I went back and rewound rewound the ad mm. to watch it again because. Um, I was like, ah, oh, this the music obviously brings the yeah. whole thing together. Even the slowdown element of it is is from the music itself. Um, and I think it it just is such a cool little concept of you know, you know, you you've we've all seen dogs with their head out the window yeah. and the the breeze running through it. It's such a smart concept, and then tying into the we'll get you back on the road just makes. It, it both works for the brand, it ties exactly to what the brand does, and it ties into the fact that, you know, we've all been locked down for quite a long time in different guises. So it's, I thought it was just excellent. Yeah, it is class. Did you see in the, is it miniatures? The, which? Is the pub, is it, so is that a real life size yeah, chair? Yeah, that, that, that's the real life It's not size a miniature? Chair. No, so they've got uh, two oh. people in green morph suits controlling the, the, oh, the wow. dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I would not have for some reason. It's no, just, I didn't. Whatever way they've lit it, was, yeah, looks really well. For one, it's really Wes Anderson-y. It's really mm. Isle of Dogs. Mm. It's yeah. really kind of um, fantastic, Mr. Fox. So I wouldn't have been surprised if it was. Well, yeah, it definitely wasn't stop motion, but it had that kind of, kind of miniature feel, kind of yeah. tangible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Real as opposed to CGI'd. Yeah. Mm. And that's why I thought, and the way they've even lit it like that, they've lit it like. It, it is a cartoon set do you know what i mean yeah that's yeah a, that's insane that it's not that's like that's even harder to do I is to light it that way so um yeah yeah, yeah. that's it, it's yeah. a cool ad it was a cool it was great when this i didn't realize this was this recent but mm. i do as i said i recall sitting and watching it mm. and i remember thinking at the time just being like oh it was just completely different to everything i was seeing on the screen yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, exactly that's a really good way of describing it. And, and, and it was so during nice. the time, as you guys are more, even more familiar than I, but like, you know, it was during a time, well, actually, we were shooting around the same time, but, uh, you know, you're trying to create, you're, you're trying to do things with the constraints of the pandemic. You're trying to do productions in, with mm-hmm. the constraints of the pandemic. And you were seeing people trying to create ads that were, that didn't have that many people in them that that had mm-hmm. kind of social distancing subtly in the background and Some sort of or else timer zoom yeah feature the zoom it. ones like there was a yeah. lot of zoom ones yeah or else ones that were overtly pandemic 
you know, like people with my, you know, like yeah, yeah. actually talking about the pandemic. But this falls in a situation where it's pretty much in a lot of ways evergreen. Like you can use it over and over again at different points. And yeah. underneath, and it's the dream for any brand is like there is comments and comments under all the YouTube videos going, A, I love the ad and B, where can we buy Tucker the Puppet or Tucker the the Toy, which is is, uh, pretty cool. That's your like mecca really to to try and to try and reach that levels is 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 any brand's brand's dream the the art direction as well is gorgeous just like the colors and how they're melding with each other and i think it's 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 really beautiful as a as a as a just thing to look at It's (laughs) it's the attention to detail i'm just sorry i'm just clipping through it here like the attention to detail of even like having art in the background of them and like choosing a feature wall so having a yellow room and yellow floor yeah. but the wall where the fan is is a feature wall with a yellow designed wallpaper having yellow tinted lights in every you know what i mean it's yeah. just the detail is even the yellow radiator in the other hall room of the set having the plant there like the way they've built the space yeah it's just they didn't need to do that much detail but i love that they did yeah and yeah even I, the style i can see what like that's why i thought ikea because i thought it was like super simplistic furniture yeah. was what i was getting from this even yeah, the yeah. furniture they chose and it's just it's just done so well it's just a lovely isn't it it's just it's, lovely. Yeah, yeah yeah no it's it's it like it feels simple but then the more you look at it the more complexity has been added in in terms of just very yeah. specific things being placed mm. very uh what's the word like on purpose um yeah, purposefully yeah, yeah, yeah. uh yeah so yeah so, cool. yeah huge fan of that amazing okay well let's uh that was adam and eve you said was it that was adam and eve and the song is called drinky from the band sophie tucker which is i'm guessing where the name came from T- tucker, yeah, I tucker. Imagine, yeah. yeah um okay let's uh let's go for your last one okay the last one is from it's from it's it's our oldest ad so it's from 2002 it was um aired during the super bowl um it is called falcon and it is uh around it's the brand is bud light and it's from fusion idea labs and i think it's one of these that is so straightforward and simple in a lot of ways but also just really good uh that we should just go ahead and watch it That is so cool. Can he do it again? Sure. You'll get one, boy. Okay, so where does he get him? Yeah. I don't know. Get down! For the great taste that won't fill you up and never let you down. Oh, that's a first. I don't know where to even start with it. So I think, first of all, the acting's really good in it. Um, they, they got the right actors in it because they delivered their few lines very very well even the the nice pause before i don't know and he changes his facial expression i thought that really sells it well and then obviously the contrast between the beautiful cam of the the party um and then just he's coming back and that reminds me the chaos reminds me of and maybe it's because i've been you know over the pandemic rewatching it and watching it is um 
Do you know in uh, the American office when Dwight sets off the fire alarm <laughs> yes. and the chaos that causes it? Like, yeah. That reminds me just a fast, jerky action. And then just you, you see these little details like the hawk coming down, um, or sorry, the falcon coming down <laughs> onto the camera. Even the guy grabbing the Bud Light to hide under the table. Uh, that took me around five goes to what to, to actually catch, but they've actually done a load of little details there as well, yeah. um, which means it stays it, really strong on rewatch. It's just a contrast in cinematography as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a calm mm. situation, and then it moves to locked a off film. camera. It mo- it, yeah, it moves to a different film. It moves to yeah. an alien invasion horror film. <laughs> the angle, like, the angle the underneath the, that, yeah. that's pointing the, up at the the way the Dutch is, angle is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. At, the, at the at the actual diagonal, like yeah. Um, the yeah it's just funny to me this is like this reminds me and i've seen this ad before and laugh like i chuckle every time i see it right this feels like to me the height of when beer commercials were just funny yeah do you know what i mean it was like even like the carlsberg ones that we used to have over here that were like 2004 2005 yeah um, yeah it just was like they just take the piss they're yeah. like, we just want to talk to the type of guy who drinks a Bud Light. Just do something kind of funny. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. Something just kind of surreal. And they just, it's like they gave them the freedom to just be like, just just get attention. Just be funny, be funny, be funny. Yeah. And they landed on some actual gold. Yeah. Some mm. of the stuff they do. Yeah. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, they, uh, like, as you said, the contrast is fantastic. And um the guys obviously try like actually one of the the things that i caught on the very last rewatch is that actually he the the falcon actually opens the beer firm at the very start uh but then there's continuity gaps because you can see him then holding a closed beer and then there's an open beer and there's a closed beer so i don't know what happened there but um i did like that little clip um of it as well and just yeah like even the little touches like when um the, he goes go get him boy and he, he goes off again to get it and the girl leaning over while the other girl is talking to the guy she's looking kind of like it, it's just it's actually really well acted i have to say and um the only like the only nitpick i would have is i don't think the actual last scene when the falcon or when the falcon comes back with the bra i don't think that's as good i think that kind of I'm not sure how, like, I'm not sure how I'd end it. I'm not sure. I just, I, I think, I think they, if, if they were to do it again, they might have a slightly different approach with it. Um, I didn't even, so, I didn't even cop that. Yeah. So the very last thing, it's, it's like literally one second or two seconds. He comes back. I, with, I think it's probably just because it doesn't, hasn't aged well. That probably that, has that that particular gag. Well, no. no, it doesn't to be fair. Um, as well, as well as that, I don't think it's actually like even with it. Yeah, it it doesn't quite mesh in with the with the with the with the kind of of what's happening. He's yeah. not go, he's not sending him to go strip people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. He's, he, like yeah. it would be easier if he came back and there was like someone's hand attached to the bud like this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Now, that now would make the, now more the fuck cons- is an actual menace. <laughs> but, yeah. that would, but that would make more consistent sense because yeah. his goal is to steal bud light, not to steal. Yeah. Clothing. Yeah, Do you know I guess. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's to embarrass the guy then in front of the girls. Yeah, but yeah, the bra is just a weird one to. And go it is twenty years old, so this it would is. have been very um that type of kind of almost frat humor. 
Like yeah, American Pie esque kind yeah. of. Yeah. Which, which absolutely had its time and, you know, isn't probably of its time anymore, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, so I think that's the only thing. They could almost cut that and just leave it as as is um, now. It works. And it, it works by itself. It works, yeah. it, works, yeah. it works by itself. So, like, even was, if you just had him there just, just thinking, just being like, I don't know. Mm. And, like, again, like, as in cut back to him being like, yeah, I've never really thought about it. Just the line, yeah. I've never really thought about it. Yeah, and that'd be, yeah. and then a shot of like the guys getting up from under the table at the cafe and yeah. looking around, and then that's a cool. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because the premise, the premise is strong. Is yeah, is actually so strong already with the with just the contrast between the two. So that was the last one I had. I thought just again, it's a it's a low, it's a great twist, and as I said, that came out in two thousand two and still sticks in my memory. And um, so I think that's a, a credit to. It. Yeah. Class, yeah, great choice, um, great class choice. Ad. Bud, Bud Light loves an L Super Bowl ad. Oh, like... it's their favorite. It is their favorite thing to do. Is an L Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And fair play to them. They, they, they certainly, uh, they certainly do a good job. Um, you know, in terms of finding finding some sort of niche to to kind of go with as well, because I guess you know there was this big push to to get especially guys to drink Bud Light because it was, you know, seen, I guess, as a more female orientated concept of, yeah. you know, or sorry, not maybe not female orientated concept, but just not a sign of manliness to drink a lighter beer. But now it's to almost, focus on that. Yes, yeah. To be, to and, be actively trying to not consume calories in front of your friends when you're meant to be having the kind of hedonistic kind of fun experience. Yeah. It shows a presence of mind that was not acceptable then. You're, yeah. like, you're like, no, no, you're meant to be out drinking. What are, what yeah. are you doing? Why, why are you having a light beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and amazing light, the, to think the term about... light implies you're not going, you know what I mean? You're not hmm. going ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? No, it, it's so interesting then to think about like what's happening now is everything, you know, all the advertising is around zero. Yeah, no, we're like, yeah, we've, we've, come, we've come a long way. I always remember I was so confused when I was younger with what Bud Light was. I was like, I thought it was... I didn't realize until years later, I think I was watching something like King of Queens and I, I realized it was a separate, like it was a separate coloring to Budweiser. I thought mm. it was just like Budweiser light. Yeah. And I thought it was like almost like what Diet Coke was originally. Yeah. It wasn't a separate brand. And then I realized, uh, right, you okay. know what I mean? I was confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I yeah. actually didn't even, yeah. I just and, it it's, and then I saw it at like a basketball game. Bud Light had like surrounded the stadium and it was all blue yes, Bud Light. Blue. It was completely yeah, yeah, yeah. different to Budweiser. Yeah. It didn't look yeah. like a Budweiser can. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, this is a completely different thing. It's the same mm. company, but it's just a completely different thing. And I was like, that just opened my eyes to like, oh, they're just trying to grow their own market share anyway. And that kind of, you know what I mean? So I yeah. just think it's because i because i think it's so interesting if you just take budweiser as a company to think what they do with bud light in that space and then they do loads with budweiser in the same space yeah so they just so dominate almost, the conversation over there yeah and there it, it must be an interesting conversation between the two direct marketing directors as well about i assume they're both trying to take chunks from each other in a certain sense and now the seltzer aren't they doing a big sales they did a big seltzer push last year but oh, yeah. did as well the hard water or whatever yeah um yeah no it's crazy i'd say it's an interesting world to be a fly on the wall and um okay cool so there were some there were some awesome ads kill Solid yeah i think you, you definitely ticked all the boxes of ones we haven't seen that were really good ads Phew. Um, well the the, the seven <laughs> solid days of work to try and get those paid off, so. 
we should be able to remove leave, the archives from the system and like put pressure on the guests to be like you don't know what we've uh, done yeah. before yeah, so yeah, then people are, people will start coming in with view. like random japanese ones that are like there's no way someone's yeah. picked this one um yeah. no that was awesome and uh i guess killian any other to before we wrap up any other notes on you how do you think now that um life's going to change i guess for you and your role at the minute now that everything's starting to open up do you think um everything's going to go back to normal like even in ucd is are they doing are the students going to be doing a kind of um remote learning or are they all coming back in to just have the crack in the campus they've been all back guns blazes they've been back in now since september so that's been just brilliant really yeah yeah um they've been back in since september and have consistently been on campus which has been just fantastic really um for for them no doubt they yeah. just you know, like I know you guys met at like when you think about it, you guys met at college. Look at where you are at the moment. Like it makes it so it's it's a it's a real challenge, obviously, in, in every sort of situation, but it's such an important part. And I'm speaking obviously about undergraduates in particular, such mm-hmm. an important life stage uh to be meeting new people, to be moving out of the secondary school experience and then to be finding a completely different finding themselves in a different situation and in a different way of life um as opposed to being in, in the secondary school in particular so I, I i'm so happy that they have the opportunity now to to really enjoy uh college experience to the to the to the max um in yeah. terms of changes i think um it's great that you know the likes of cinema obviously outdoor as well will, will mm-hmm. i think will, will become stronger and stronger uh, as people are back on the roads um I'm not sure, like, one of the, the challenges, I think, to finish on this note is just, like, what's coming up. Like, I think with our age group, again, thinking about the undergrads in particular, but also, like, our, you know, the the, the, the guys who might be, the, the people who might be finishing um, their primary degree and thinking about a master's as well, that sort of age group is always going to be on the cutting edge of the new platforms, of the new, um, you know, what what's new on, on, in particular, I guess, social media or uh, from a digital perspective so it's it's really important for us to have the finger on the pulse um on that and it's such a fast moving space with like you know the cookieless future the uh, you know the more transparency around if if place are tracking um and you know, getting paid for that now getting well. yeah well i think that's a really important conversation as well like you know putting the burden on you know if you're going to be a product, then shouldn't you be entitled to make money from it, uh, yeah. from, the, from these platforms? So I think overall, it's going to be a really, it's, it's going to be a fascinating period of time with, um, you know, the shifts from, like you saw, Microsoft bought, bought Activision there, Facebook mm. changed to Meta, all of this mm-hmm. uh, virtual reality, the, the, the metaverse, all of that's going to be fascinating. I mean, what role yeah. will universities have to play in, in, in metaverse? Does it break down barriers or does it create more? So. What? Yeah, I think definitely the metaverse, I was just going to say there, I was like, what's really interesting is your role at the university is you shepherd that younger generation into adulthood. Hmm. So a lot of younger generations, 16, 14 year olds are in the metaverse and they're messing around. They've got their, Hmm. they're in that space and then they have to, they get to dictate what the world is going to look like. But at the same time, it's like when we come out of college, you have to go for an interview and you have to go to Hmm. an interview with the rules of the past generation you don't get to set your rules until you're in somewhere you know what i mean so i think what's going to be super interesting is how while in that university space 
what are they trying to create for the future of their employment and their world? Like, because mm. there's, I don't think kids have has as much power of finances with, with the explosion of crypto and the explosion of NFTs and the explosion of like just essentially Reddit, Reddit investing and, um, you know, big groups getting on top of the thing and kids, like I see what my own little brother does some investing yeah. and like not nothing I was ever thinking or had access to when I was 20. No. you know what i mean I, so like they they are way more wired to like from a financial point of view to know something's worth or perceived upcoming worth so it's going to be super interesting to see how the university experience changes around that yeah and like do does it tap into meta um the metaverse and which metaverse and how does that work from a learning point of view i just think it's it's yeah. super exciting just for you to be on the ground with that generation who are going to be dictating and so malleable within that space yeah yeah and like as you said like to put a final point on it i know going on for a while but just they like you know we're all have access to pretty much (laughs) almost half so much knowledge in the world so much you know um you've got access to everything it feels like on on the internet which makes people both smarter and stupider at the same time yeah and it usually makes uh, people feel like that they know more than they probably do as well and that certainly doesn't that that certainly isn't aimed at a, a younger generation that that could probably That's be more leveled at uh, yeah, the older yeah, generations exactly, probably, exactly yeah. including ourselves so mm. i think um the positioning the way that we communicate to to our prospective students is going to be really interesting as well because i think there is more challenges coming you know all brands all products ways about like from everything from you know how you're affecting climate change all the way to you know is this a good use of the investment in terms of time and money so yeah i think as you said it's fascinating i think it's going to be it's not just from a university perspective but in in general it's it's going to be so in it's going to be so fun and mm-hmm. challenging and yeah. hopefully rewarding to be in a university in this setting yeah 100% 100% okay so we we'll uh, we'll leave it there thanks again Killian for Thank you. for coming on it was a really great episode great to chat to you um anyone who has been listening you can obviously go and watch this episode and all the archives at www.workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast and if you want to hit us up with suggestions or anything like that just just get in touch with uh, us on our social media channels we're everywhere now and um yeah so i guess we'll leave it there and we will see you next time thanks so much guys thank you guys bye bye